It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 163. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, the duty commenced, episode 29, archive is now available. Get Heavensward free for a limited time. Gamerscapes, patch 4.5, and Shadowbringers interview with Yoshida. Ruby got Blue Mage Loot Crate from Loot Cave Co., and as a reminder about the upcoming score for a cause. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hi, Ruby. Hi, Yalta. What's up? What? I haven't seen you this week. Where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> Not in game. <laughs> You're like, busy. way to call me out. <laughs> been busy, IRL. Uh, when we recorded last, it was late. I think we recorded like Thursday instead of the typical Tuesday. Um, from Thursday on, I had something to do. In fact, I worked Saturday and Sunday. I got a job change, if you recall, uh, and with my job change, sometimes I'm required to work weird days. I'm still in finance, but I, I have to work some of the, the wacky holidays and weekends. But it's fun stuff. I get to do fun stuff, so I'm happy about it. But that being said, it was like one thing after another, and then the weekend was over. So, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of it. I might have logged in one time and did something. I might have done something with a Chloe book, but if I did, it would have been after podcast Thursday night, sometime Friday. That that would have been it. Uh, really didn't do much. I did see um, Endgame. <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> it's not Final Fantasy related, but I can be barraged with spoilers at this point. Um, Yelta has not seen it, so don't send don't, us spoilers, don't send me spoilers until until she has seen Endgame, which I'm sure won't be long from now. No, probably. Yeah, not. <laughs> you don't you don't have to get a babysitter at this point. No, <laughs> maybe no, for the kittens. I, I know. No, they're 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 big girls now. Oh yeah. well, yeah, you're free. <laughs> Empty nest again. You can go out. Um, I have opinions on Endgame, but you can talk to me offline about that one. Um. Was it my favorite Marvel movie? Mm, I, I want to see it just because it puts the end cap on thing. But you, you told me you felt like a victory lap, which I yeah. could totally understand. Yeah, it was high dados. It was, was high dados. Endgame, Endgame is high dados. High dados. Yep. So um, that's that. Um, the only upcoming like Final Fantasy sort of thing going on. Um, I am going to be hanging out with Brian from Work to Game this Thursday at Nerdvana uh, in Frisco, Texas. And uh, we're scoping out the place, trying to come up with some ideas for a fan get-together if you're in the area. We will definitely be talking about that more as that becomes solid. But um, yeah, that's a that's a thing that's happening this week with our good friend Brian from Work to Game. And um, man... I'm not like in a slump or anything. It's just one of those busy, weeks busy. where I didn't get to play. Yeah, I'm still digging the game. Um, I, I know you guys did some stuff yesterday, and there's talk of more things to do this week. In fact, our Discord pretty regularly has messages about, hey, we plan on doing this thing. And and it ranges from let's try 09S and let's do um, – uh, Serayu Farms to Map Party and um, just kind of little stuff. Help somebody get through Praetorum at eye level uh, mm-hmm. to give them the true experience. We have things like that going on in our Discord. Um, I don't think RFC is for everybody. <laughs> I, I think it's for those that kind of like a, a nice casual pace and can go uh, forward and back. Uh, <laughs> between content without feeling like, oh, we got to do low level shit you, or you mean, forced you to mean do high level. You mean people don't lose their fucking minds? We don't just wait at 70 for everyone to catch up to us, right? Not really. People no. who read the official forums know what I'm bitching about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't, we don't do that. We've, Yelta and I've been at the, the place where we were the ones lying dead on the floor of Titan. So we could get the clear and people could try to farm it and that's we don't like doing stuff like that we like actually helping and doing teaching fun things and, together yeah. teaching whatever level people are comfortable with too because not everyone is super we're, we're talking about maybe going into a savage on thursday and part of me still like but that hurts my soul because i'm not good <laughs> So I'm mm-hmm. like scared to go, but I'll probably go. But you know, not everyone has to. We would never pressure someone. Come on, let's go. Right. 
we might encourage, we might, but we're not going to be like, come with us and lay dead on the ground so we can see if we can sell it. Yeah, no. And I certainly wouldn't say, come on with us and then start throwing numbers in your face or something like that. That wouldn't, Mm -hmm. you know, we, we've had that conversation before between ourselves and publicly on the, on the podcast about, you know, you don't call a learning party a farm and you don't jump into something that you're not uh, that you're not clear on that that you can do it and the people that you're jumping in with aren't clear that you don't know how to do it fully and things of that nature because you know that that just hurts everybody so you know that's why we kind of set up certain things like clearing versus farming things of that nature but it keeps the game lively and fun I guess what I'm trying to say is there's still things to do and um, thankfully we've got um, a good group of people to do that with that uh, feel comfortable with each other. So, and we're still growing. That's I, I, we got a message today that two, I think, new people joined. Yeah, yeah. Well, so uh, that was me, and that was my sip of rum just now. <laughs> so, uh, Yelta, hey, let me kick it to you. Hang on, I got the, I got the wine right here. You got the wine going. Mm-hmm. It's weird for me to have the crack and flowing, <laughs> and, and not and not yeah, you typically. I'm out of rum. I'm Interesting. Yeah, I drank it all yesterday. There's no huh. more. Ulf bought I- me rum this time. <laughs> well, I I also have Dr. McGillicuddy's uh, butterscotch. Some small. Did that ones come of that. off the back of a wagon from 1880? Yeah. Dr. McGillicuddy's. <laughs> it is so good. I I like. Uh, what is it actually? What is that? A sarsaparilla? What are you drinking? No, it's booze. Okay. World famous Dr. McGillicuddy's intense oh. butterscotch liqueur. Ooh. 21% alcohol by volume. These things hey, I'm, taste so delicious. I'm over 30. I like butterscotch. Mm, I, I'm a child. I'm, I'm, I'm a 43-year-old child. I like sweet. No, I like sweet things. So my husband buys me the little bottles. He one time, I think we one time bought a big bottle and I just drank it all. Mm. So he bu- so he buys me the little bottles by the checkout at the liquor store. If you're not 21, you guys don't know this. But I, usually by the checkout, like anything else, they put like the little, yeah. little, little airplane size bottles a little you know? alcoholic size bottles yeah yeah and uh my, my husband buys me new ones once in a while and i'm really on the butterscotch kick it, it tastes just like butterscotch candy and so they got the little bottles of this yeah i can yeah, take a little hot shot too. at work you know behind the desk you know i'm not feeling it for the gotta get that two o'clock pickup <laughs> i have managed not to drink at yeah. work oh that's good that's an I accomplishment managed, managed. I've been there for almost 20 years. I'd like to stay there for 20 more. Ruby, have a new yeah. job. And would you like to drink and work as well? <laughs> no, what? but the, I hear stories. So the company I'm at has been around a really, really long time. Yeah. And apparently they used to all like knock off at noon and like drink in the in the conference room. I mean, but wasn't that the way <laughs> like, like 70s, the, 80s? Like late 70s, early 80s. You know, yeah. you light up some cigars and you mm-hmm. have cocktails in the, in the boardroom and all oh, the men yeah. tell stories. Oh, I've heard, and I've heard some stories about quote the good old days. The good old <laughs> days. Wow. Right. And I can't, and I think about like all the smoking. I'm an ex-smoker, but I never really liked smoking indoors because I actually don't like secondhand smoke at all. And um, it, you know, all the like used to like smoke indoors in yeah, your I office can't. without I can't. good ventilation. Ugh. I can't. <laughs> it's I, you know I'm not gonna. I'm not going to shit on smoking, but if I want to smoke, I want to smoke my own. I don't want to smoke yours. The secondhand smoke, there's a different smell to it when it's like wafting off of a cigarette versus <laughs> like you actually taking the hit. You know, it's just it's just yeah. different. It's just different. So I, I I I'm with you. I can't I can't believe there was a time, and it's not terribly long. You can still go into a bowling alley, and they've got those smoking rooms with the big vents and and that nature. Yeah, yeah, we don't have a lot of that here in Minnesota, but when we were kids, I mean, everybody, all aunts and uncles, parents, everybody smoked inside, and you just learned at a young age to dodge the cigarettes. Yeah. I mean, it was just, I look at that now, and I'm like, I've never smoked in the same house as my child. (laughs) It's a whole different world. Mm -hmm. It's a good one, too, because I have less breathing problems now, too. But There's plenty anyway. of things that we do wrong. I'm sure that we will get brought to um, our play, attention here. In I the played next too many years. video games. It's probably violent. I'm violent. Maybe lost probably in my own so. world. Unsocialized, probably. A heathen. I know I'm fat. A, uh, I don't know <laughs> what else you are. Godless Delta. heathen living in a fantasy. Damn world. you! Damn you! Yolfika is my goddess. Well, that's, anyway, that's okay. <laughs> the boobies. 
there's a big discussion on boobies somewhere in the last two weeks in Final Fantasy. It might have been in the game or in one of our chats, no, but we were yeah, like no. talking about I mean, Philly's outfit leads to boob sliding, leads to boob yeah, conversation. Yeah, a lot of boob conversation. But anyway, in-game, I did get Ninja to 64. I still have two left, and it's very slow. Oh, I'll do, like, a couple of Palace of the Deads. I'll try to queue up or something. I'll take it to one or two. Like, well, we did PvP on Monday night. Take it into one or two PvP matches. But you always get in there, and someone's like, someone switched to healer. So I switched to healer. But I'm pretty more comfortable healing in there anyway. But but I, I, I did get Ninja to 64. Uh, we've been doing Monday night PVP and the queues have been popping the last two weeks. I think it's since they announced the Garo event or I don't know what, Probably, yeah. but, but the queues have been popping pretty fast. I'm not, t- cause we used to wait 15 minutes and now it's like five minutes, maybe, maybe five minutes. So, and which is nice cause then you get a several, several rounds in. So I did some roulettes mostly to help other people. I haven't even been like capping or anything like that. I probably should get, I'd like to get all my, I don't even have my main all upgraded to 400 gear. I probably should, but it's like, I'm not doing much with it. I guess if we do try raiding, but even at where I'm at now, it's like, well, probably good enough, but I probably could do more. So, and then it's just basically hanging out. Uh, Klaus has been on regularly. Brock is uh, on a lot, all the Crossroad Link Shelf Rendos, uh, Klaus has been streaming us being dumb. <laughs> wow. You know, I'm yeah. so ready for these Link Shells to change into all Crossworld mm-hmm. Link Shells. I really hope we get a bonus announcement that they enlarge the sizes of these Link Shells and, and they give us some more wiggle room. But regardless of that, just to have that Crossworld Link Shell, we have the one that we're enjoying right now. And that's the one that's really hopping. We've got a good group of people um, and a lot of friends that are in it. And it's just a lot of fun. It's one extra channel. And to think we would have, you know, a potential eight. I don't know if they'll give us nine when that's over with. I don't know how they'll incorporate that other Crossworld mm-hmm. Link shell into the other eight normal Link shells once they all become Crossworld Link shells. Stay tuned for that. But I'm excited to have potentially nine cross-world link shells um, in a very short and amount of time. They're, here. And hopefully they're large. That might, that's what might, I. That's might, really might, what we need. Yeah, because I'm like, I have three friends in one link shell, two friends in another link shell. I have like a link shell that I think is dead until once in a while somebody comes yep. back and says something. So I'm like scared to drop link shells. Uh, I got one that you know, reports hunts quite often, so I, I team up with them and stuff. But I would really prefer, uh, you know, large crossword link shells. And because uh, our current crossword link shell we're in is is full, it's always full, and and it's like, and and there's no way even to say see who how long anyone's been on. I think someone's like using, a, like looking at the lodestone to see join and leave dates or something, and mm. it's like some like convoluted way so there's not even any way to say well this person hasn't logged in in seven months maybe we just free up their spot for someone who is actively playing and uh, that's been one of my irritations with the link shell system completely you know they 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 got it right for free companies now mind you that's tracking more data and so maybe they never thought these are just social chat channels you know why would you need that but it's like well because we use them Mm-hmm. So it's irritating to me that they're not usability is not real high. I'm wondering sometimes. I'd like to. I'm very curious if it's kind of a cultural thing. Do the Japanese use the link shells like we do? We know they don't use the party finder and the duty finder the same way we do. They tend to. Well, I can't remember how they do it. They they, they we kind of use it kind of backwards as them. I don't know. Some some servers or data centers or something. Might be like the Korean or ones or whatever, but they like don't use Party Finder at all, or, or only use Party Finder. I can't remember. It's that different groups are using the tools differently. I'd be I'd be interested to know. But uh, we're we're kept hopping. In fact, there's some nights where I'm just like, oh my god, no, I can't do another. I've let like three things going on, and it's like, uh well, the other night I did map parties. So I, lo- mm-hmm. or I logged in and someone's like, Yelta, you want to come to a map party? I replied, yes. I got an invite and then I got in there and I'm doing maps and I realized that the first person who asked me if I wanted in a map party, 
think I might have met him Brock. I didn't realize there were two competing map parties going on in our free company Link Shell World. Oh wow! So it's like oh, and and there were and there was like one had five people and one had four people or so. Or I can't remember. There was too many people to make it one party, so we just kept going. But then I felt bad. I'm like oh. Well, I actually said yes to Brock, but got an invite from someone else and went. And then I like realized, well, he's not in this party. So then I felt like a dick. But uh, hopefully, hopefully Brock knows what happened because uh, I wasn't trying to snub anybody. I just took the invite and went out to the map and didn't even think about it until they started discussing uh, that they both had parties going. So. All right. Uh, oh, and I did spend a lot, a lot of my time in the last week or so has been playing an alt character. I've got on Balmung. Mm. Uh, at, in in preparation, I, I have to on Saturday. I need to be in the Ruby Sea, right? Wherever in the Ruby Sea I need to be, right, 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 because uh, the Memphian Madness Blitzball Tournament opening ceremonies is Saturday. Now Saturday, I'm actually going to my sister's house to play board games, but I'm bringing my laptop. And I'm like, I have to at least log in and cheer on or whatever is going on because I, you know, I want to I want to represent that. And I already spent money on a story and level skip potion. So okay, yeah, you yeah. kind of have to use it. I kind of gotta go. I should go before Saturday. I gotta find something to wear. I don't know what I'll do, but uh, well, that's blitz. But maybe a swimsuit. I have to find a cheap swimsuit or something. Uh, I'm not in any free companies. People keep asking me free company invites or sending me people. A couple of people have sent me tells saying, Hey, I see you're not in a free company or whatever. And I'm like, this is an alt and I'm not sure much I'll player. And then I still, I'm not in any free companies, any link shells, anything. So it's, it's a very lonely solo kind of feeling, but I did, I did get swimming and flying in, uh, in there. And I wanted to get a Griffin minion, but it's like 800 Centrino clan Ooh. thingies. I'm not even far enough along to unlock hunts there. So it's like, I guess I won't have it. Because our team, of course, we're cheering on the Alamegan Griffins. That's right. Right. So I have, you know, I wanted to have my mascot minion, but well, I don't know if I'll be able to do that by Saturday. Good luck. So. You, now you have a character over there. Did you just not do anything with it? Yet? I do, but it's it's very low level. I would have to buy the stuff and yeah, do that. And my uh, yeah, I hadn't really scrambled like I should have on on that deal. But uh, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe I'll decide to do it. It would be a lot to push into a couple of nights, but it could it could be done. It could mm-hmm. be done. Well, I skipped a lot. Of, I skipped like text and cutscenes. I've seen it all already before, and you basically sixty one. 61 you do it's the ghost ship siren song see whatever and then literally i think from there you can just basically walk into once you get to kugane you can basically just walk into uh that the red the ruby sea mm-hmm. zone so but i wanted to pay to the tide i didn't know Hmm? The, the, the pirates <laughs> don't know you. Do you have to pay the tide? The I Ruby don't tide? remember. I mm. skip. I skip. The pirates are there because I took a screenshot because those ships are cool. But um, I, yeah, I don't really remember because I was just like spamming trying to get through it <laughs> really fast. So, so that's that. I, which was actually quite a bit. I play. I played. I did play some Ark a little bit, but uh, I mostly played Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, we we have a note here. We were just going to mention that. Uh, our at GTFFXIV uh, Twitter has 495 followers. We're almost to 500, yo. Ooh, Ooh I like it. I know. <laughs> Five more followers. Come on. Come on, Follow we can us. do it. Follow us. All right, you can shoot the shit with us. Go to the website, www.gtffxv.com. Let us know what you've been up to. All right, the first round is news. We have a duty commenced episode 29 archive is now available. It is up. That's the one you you watched that one I think. I tried to watch it on my phone but I couldn't. So, but it's there. You can watch it. Oh, that's right. They were doing the collaboration event. And I talked about MGP. Very cool. Mhm. Uh, you can get Heaven's Word for free for a limited time. 
I think this is all over the place. It's not just the uh, North America. I think it's other places too. Uh, but from May 2nd through June 27th, you can log in to the Square Enix store if you're on PC. And you can add the free expansion to your shopping cart and check out. And then on the PlayStation 4, you can visit the PlayStation to- PlayStation store, add the free expansion to your cart, and check out. I don't know... You can't do it if you're Steam. That even says in red here, the Windows PC version of Heaven's Door cannot be registered to Final Fantasy XIV Steam accounts. So that's too bad. Yeah, I don't know that this uh, this works on Steam at all. Yeah, I don't think you can use this process to... Because uh... Steam keys are different, completely different than mm-hmm. normal un-Steam Windows. So this is Windows PC, Mac OS, and PlayStation 4. And then they're also having the free login campaign and callback campaign. So you can do your seven free days for free login, or you can send your friend, or like I did, my my old account, my other account, a callback message to uh, to uh, call them back. We talked about mm-hmm. that a little bit last week. So it took a couple days, but I did get an email on that other account and logged her in. I don't know when I get gold feathers. You'll... Oh, only if they purchase a subscription when they get back. Oh, wow. Well. Well, I thought I, for some reason I was under the impression I'd get some just for having her come back, but that's okay. <laughs> I guess you can't get, you know, something for nothing. You can't get everything for free, Elsa. No, the chicks for free. <laughs> All right. Patch 4.5 and Shadow Springers interview with Yoshida. I... I didn't even read this, Ruby. Yeah, well, it, <laughs> was well, <napping. laughs> this came out um, just yesterday. Um, it is not the longest interview. I think we could actually read through this pretty quickly. Um, but this is uh, Fusion X's interview with Yoshida-san. Uh, it says here as we come off recent 14 fan festivals and get ready for the upcoming wave of information for Shadowbringers. Before the release, we, they had a chance to talk to Naoki Yoshida and ask him questions about the past, present, future of Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, first question, the trailer for Shadowbringers is quite different from expansions before it. Scenes like the one where Urianje and Ishtola are speaking while the area burns around them seem like they could be from part of the main scenario quest. Might we expect to see CG cutscenes cut during Shadowbringers? Yoshida says, unfortunately, the answer is no. Uh, so, the, like, the short version here is uh, it's just a lot of work to do those videos, um, and it takes a long production time to do it. So they just can't do that for all of the cutscenes in there. He says, uh, that being said, a few of the cutscenes within Shadowbringer's trailer faithfully depict a portion of the path that our Warrior of Light is presumed to travel along. I encourage everyone to confirm what the scenes in the trailer mean through the main scenario of Shadowbringers. So these are probably just well-rendered versions of what we'll see in-game as we do the story. Uh, Gamerscape also asks, there are areas on the source like Charlayan or the New World that we haven't visited how did you decide to travel to the first in Shadowbringers instead of exploring more of the source? The source being our world. Um, in order for us to dive into 14's core, there are certain themes we can't forget. These have been present since the original Final Fantasy XIV. What are the goals and intentions of the mysterious Asians? What was the cause for Hydaelyn to be split into 14 different worlds? These are questions we cannot forget if we dive into the center of this story. Of course, there are unexplored areas like Charlayan and the New World, but I feel we need to tackle the fundamental points before journeying to these locations. The answer to the questions I posed will be revealed through the Shadowbringers main scenario, and it is here we will really start to see the foundation of Final Fantasy XIV's story. That's interesting to say that mm-hmm. now we are really starting to see the foundation of the story. At least we're not going to be kicking the Asian can down the road for another expansion. Yeah, we're just kicking the Garlean can down the road unless they're going to deal with both. I don't know. Essentially. But I think you have to save Garlean stuff for 6.0. 
It sounds to me like this is very Asian heavy, but we'll see. It all does tie together, right? Uh, Gamer Escape asks, the areas of the first appear to be derived from areas on the source. How did the creation process for these new maps work? Was there terrain or other assets brought in from the existing area on the source? Uh, Yoshida says, the first where Shadowbringer's story will take place does indeed show similarities to the source. This is due to the splitting of Hydaelyn into 14 shards over 10,000 years ago. Each of these separate worlds went down their own path with their own history. Naturally, their history and evolution would divulge from this point. And so we did not reproduce, uh, sorry, we did not repurpose any existing assets. That's good news. They built it from scratch. Uh, The development team considered the evolution and history of the first and created this world from the ground up. While it might appear to have similarities, I'm confident players will always have the feeling that nothing is quite exactly the same. The only commonality would be the people. The visual appearance of each race on the first and source may be the same, but the philosophies and heritage are quite different. I think elements such as these are one of the real joys of exploring the first. So it's kind of like what's different you know, you'd have those old, what what were they called? Lifestyles magazines? What were those? No, that's the condom. What are, What is the uh, highlights. Highlights, highlights magazine? Before condoms, we used to play with highlights magazines. And they would have on, I think it was the back or like the back two pages, you would have like the picture and then the other picture and you would have to like see what the differences are and circle the differences or find the shit in it. I don't remember. We colored them. <laughs> It was before condoms. That's all I remember. But we would we would do that, and I guess that's the fun part of of this is you're kind of playing the circle game while you're in the first. Like, oh, that looks like Limsa Lumensa, or that looks like this <laughs> volcano, or you know, that's the bush I pissed in on the way to Wineport. I don't know. All right, uh, next one: the patch four point five trailer. The Warrior of Light had stubble on his chin. Interesting. Many players have been asking if this is something that can be added into the game. Are you considering adding it and any other new character customization options for the existing races? Yoshida says, I see. I honestly wasn't aware of this. In our trailers, we depict the Warrior of Light as a sort of symbol to represent Warriors of Light around the world. If he has stubble, it's only natural that everyone else should grow some too. I will definitely keep this in mind. Ooh, maybe. Um, Gamerscape asks, players visiting other worlds will be able to purchase things off the market board. Obviously, this could cause a great impact on the player economy for each world. What factors led to this decision? Yoshida says, I do think the market boards will be affected by this new change. Uh, However, I feel this is only being brought up because there was this wall between each of the worlds. 14 continues to evolve and these barriers between worlds are beginning to fade. We may have seen some drastic fluctuations of the market boards at the onset of the world visit system, but it will eventually settle down and we will enter the post-world visit system economy. In other words, the in-game economy and competition surrounding that will also evolve into something new. What was a closed market until now will open up to all players within the same data center and everyone is able to be a competitor. However, from a bird's eye view, this simply translates to an expansion of the market. We see an increase in both supply and demand as well as competitors in the market, nothing more. The only difference is what used to be separated per world is now per data center. We thought much less of the immediate impact but instead thought of this as an evolution into a new market and settled with expanding the current in-game market as is. That's uh, I think that's a pretty sound way to look at it. Uh, final question here. Gamerscape says, Soken has done some great work with what we've seen of Shadowbringers so far. Previous expansions had theme songs perform- performed by Susan Calloway. What we've heard in the trailer so far seems a bit different than that. Can you tell us if what we've heard is the theme song for Shadowbringers or is the theme song something we've yet to hear? Yoshida says... Soken took charge of creating the main theme for Shadowbringers. The Warrior of Light's adventure transcends the interdimensional rift and takes players to the first. But up until this point, we have always journeyed within the source. 
Our overall concept for the main theme had been the singing voice of Mother Hydaelyn, but this time it's different. The story is not about the adventures of the Warrior of Light, but the Warriors of Darkness. The music that plays in the trailer is indeed the Shadowbringers theme song. However, there is one more theme song that will complement the song in the trailer. You will be able to hear it for yourself in-game. That's cool. That's something we've talked about. Like, is Mm -hmm. this the voice of Zodiac? He doesn't outright say it, but he does definitely say it's not the voice of Hydaelyn, who was the singing voice for the Warriors of Light. Warriors of Darkness, the opposite of Hydaelyn is Zodiac. You be the judge. But uh, this is an amazing song, and it's kind of cool to hear there could be a complimentary song. Uh, Wild Theories, I guess, is we have the male version. Why could not Miss Calloway sing Hydaelyn's maybe answer to the uh, the Shadowbringers theme? Um, it could also be a lot like uh, Heaven's Word. Heaven's Word really kind of had two themes. There was the operatic opening cinematic theme. I, I, and I disliked that one, honestly. A I, lot of people didn't I care for I disliked the operatic portion of it, but it was the prevailing theme, which is yes. not a bad yep. theme. No, no. Um, yeah, of, the theme, but I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, I I just I didn't like the the operatic portion of it. Uh, I, now I listen to it and it doesn't bother me at all because I know once that that high pitched opera voice comes through, I'm going to get to hear the rest of that opening theme. And Heaven's Word opening theme has such a it's so strong and it's so mm-hmm. it's so good. And I can see that entire cinematic in my head as it goes and I love it. I love Heaven's Word's opening cinematics. So anyway, um You've got two themes in Heavensward. So you've got that operatic theme, but then you also have um, the the Heavensward theme sung by Susan Calloway. Um, Children of the Light. Can you hear? I can't think of the, the name of it, but you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Um, and those inter intermingle throughout all of Heavensward. You hear those two themes crisscross whether you're at a – arresting aetherite in the middle of you know mog home or something like that you will hear one variation of those two themes throughout all of heaven's word final fantasy 8 does this very well final fantasy 8 has the um uh vithos lusek wikos venosek whatever um and then you also have eyes on me and both of those themes interchange throughout Final Fantasy VIII. Um, I think it's beautifully done when a when a musician, a composer, um, is able to do that with with game themes, especially two separate themes, and weave them in and out. And um, I'm really hoping something very similar to that uh, happens mm. with Shadowbringers. Soken's a genius. Soken can do it, and uh, he's also got Uematsu there. I I don't know how much Uematsu will actually get this go around because. He has been ill. I feel like I've seen pictures of him recently, he's on, though. He's been on a break, but yeah, I don't know. I think he had a birthday recently, maybe. I feel like I've seen pictures of him. Not that he's working, but that I, I saw pictures of him. Maybe I'm wrong. But anyway, uh, good health to you, I hope, uh, Mr. Uematsu. But anyway, I'm excited. I'm pumped for the music. Oh, yeah. Yep, I've I really enjoyed this. Well, we've enjoyed the trailer music since we first saw it, and then... It just kind of got better, you know, as mm-hmm. the trailer got, you know, expanded and finished. And we saw the full trailer. It was like, oh, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Very impactful. Oh, and I love a good rock theme, too. This is very rock. <laughs> he, they seemed unsure if we would like that. And I'm like, I, I thought it was good. thought it was amazing. <laughs> Cannot and wait. I, and I, when I like my high fantasy adventure kind of music but uh and, and it wasn't like jarring high rock it was kind of i don't know i i, I just like the way it sounded and, yeah. and i'm <laughs> very much looking forward to hearing the 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 other theme they're gonna do that that sounds good and exciting and i, I do look forward to hearing the theme songs echoed in pretty much everything you know th- there's a lot of songs that 
I didn't, I, I, you know, you get it, you're like running something and you're like, why does this sound familiar? And it's like, uh, Yelta, that's the, you know, theme, but it's done in a different form and slowed mm-hmm. down or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, very good. Thank you for that, uh, interview. Yeah. Thank you. Gamerscape. Very good. Good stuff. Short though. <laughs> Somebody said this was way too short. Was the only yeah. Thing. I'm like, had, I, I read, I read that, and I was like, good on you, Fusion, for gritting your teeth and putting. Don't worry, we'll have more interviews before Shadowbringers launches. Because I'd have been like, you son of a bitch, you go get uh-huh. the interview. Oh yeah, people are so. This didn't really tell Edgy. much. I'm like, yes, but it's like, um, at least it wasn't where are my fairy glamours. This was, you know. And I can't tell if this is a troll or not. Ask about male Vieira and female Rothgar. Okay. Uh, Yoshida says, you know what? They have heard us. (laughs) Fusion, you're right. Let's add female Rothgar and male Vieira. Why didn't I see it before? This is Yoshida speaking. Why didn't I see this before, Fusion? Thank you for (laughs) asking me about male Vieira. I now see the light. Let's add male Vieira. Thank you for your suggestion. Is, Is there still the daily add male Vieira thread? I'm there sure there daily, is. There was a daily one for bumping it every day, and I'm like, oh, my God, you guys. Make your reasoned arguments, say your desires in a respectful, constructive way, and then shut the fuck up. You know? I don't know. It's it's it's, it's hard for me. I know people want them. I'm actually – would have really been interested in a female Rothgar, but there's only so, – unless they're going to hire a ton of people to do modeling and stuff. And mm-hmm. designing, and honestly, I'd rather see new. Uh, new I'd rather see f- facial stubble <laughs> or some expanded. I'd, you know, I'd rather see some. Somebody had like a night, neat idea. Like, I'd like to see how this glamour looks on a different thing, a different race. But I don't want to, you know, use a Fantasia potion. How do I try it on a dummy or something? I don't know. I suppose you could try it on a dummy, couldn't you? You could, but you'd have to. But you'd have to have housing. Or uh, mm. apartment, I guess. Damn you, Yoshida. All these walls. Damn Yoshida. <laughs> uh, all right. This was, there's not much this week, and we did, like we said, recorded later last week. So I guess we're down to last call. Mm-hmm. But I do have some cool stuff in last call. Yes. So, oh, Ruby, this one, this one was cool. This yes. is pretty amazing. I'm actually going to go to my Twitter so I can kind of get to the um, original, like, how this started. But... Um, Loot Cave Company presented me with a Blue Mage Loot Crate. So I won a contest. They had a Twitter contest. And that's what I'm going to now so I can kind of give them a shout out through the contest. But they had a Twitter contest and I entered it. I followed them, retweeted, entered it, and um, I won this crate. So uh, this was about oh maybe a week or two ago, um, but um, sent me the message that I won. Um, they asked me ring sizes and address and all that good stuff. So I got it as of yesterday, and they are aware, Loot Cave Company, that we'll be talking about them on the uh, podcast tonight. Um, fantastic stuff. So I kind of want to go through what we have. If you're interested in looking, maybe even while you listen to the podcast, you can check them out at uh, it's lootcave.com. You can also use lootcaveco.com, but it should just reroute you to lootcave.com. And they have several sections on there, um, one of which is Final Fantasy XIV. So you can kind of take a look at the merchandise uh, while I talk about it here. But uh, it's all Blue Mage stuff that I got. Majority is Blue Mage stuff. There are a couple of things that are uh, thrown in there. So I got a lovely pendant, um, a keychain, um, a – I guess they're just two two stones. You can set them up on the counter um, or use them in, in another jewelry set I suppose. But they are all um, – oh my gosh. They're probably uh, an inch and a half to two inches um, – wide uh soul stones soul crystals for blue mage they're lovely they glow in the dark they glow for a really long time mm-hmm. so if i shine a light to it and uh you know just kind of set it it actually is the it's a blue glow so if you look at the merchandise on their site i think they they try to match the glow with the um the soul stone it goes with blue is not the only one they do they have various i think 
of any kind. I don't want to speak for them completely without looking at the full website, but take a look. Um, and I think they have one of every type of soul stone, but they have the different glows kind of depending on the, um, the job crystal, if you will. And this one glows a really lovely shade of blue. So I've got these big, these four big stones that I just mentioned. I also received, uh, two rings. Um, one is, um, it's just, kind of a like a, a plastic ring it's um, blue in color and it has the blue mage symbol which also glows on it and that one's lovely and then i got this um i think it's a resin ring i'm not quite sure what it's made from um but it's um it's got some inlay to it some texture on the side the um a realm reborn meteor symbol and this one in fact they gave me a red mage one of um, I think because of the size I requested, um, they threw in the red mage ring. So that was the only oddball, the non-blue mage deal out of the set. But it's it's lovely. It's got the red mage uh, job crystal in it. So that, that one's lovely. So those are the rings. Um, I've got two charms. Uh, that's the meteor symbol with the blue mage uh, job crystal inside. Um, a small chain with the pendant. Um, another chain that has the meteor pendant with the blue mage crystal inside, um, a pair of earrings and a pair of cufflinks. Um, and that rounds out the set. Uh, they are beautiful. Um, I think this might be something that we might partner up with and do a giveaway in the future of, uh, of some of these items. So if you are interested in purchasing their products, again, you can go to, lootcave.com check out their 14 collection they do have other collections that are out there but they have some pretty cool stuff they have astrologian cards um yelta you've gotten some stuff well, from them and it's before funny th- so tonight you're telling me uh, before the, we started recording you're telling me oh yeah i got this stuff from loot cave and blah 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 and i went to their site and i'm like dude i have this <laughs> i have actually Ulf bought me a long time ago, the clear white mage Final Fantasy fourteen glow in the dark soul crystal. Mm. Uh, we put it on a keychain, or no? Is it keychain? Yeah, put it on a keychain, and it literally just like the picture on the website hangs off the zipper pull of my purse. Cool. And it glows. It, and like you said, I, I like come home at night, and it's pretty dark in my the front room in my house. I, I come in and I hang up my purse, and the, I can see the little white mage glowy symbol you know when i hang my purse up and no it's really nice it's really cute i like it and uh they they have a a variety of other cool stuff i don't know if ulf got anything maybe he got the warrior one Hmm. because he's a warrior and they're and they're not priced beyond all like you know they're they're, no 20 bucks the keychain 21.95 for the hardware and some of them they used to have like small sizes and large sizes. I don't remember, but I, they they look pretty darn nice. Uh, we were we were perusing the website before we started recording, and we're like, oh my god, these cookie cutters are adorable, and you know, some some really really cool stuff on here. And then I I really enjoyed. Then I'm like, well, who are these people? And uh, I went to their about us, and it's just two people designing props in the tiny garage of their home, and they made a keychain, and it. And gifted it to a friend of theirs, and it just kind of blew up into this uh, cool company. And yeah, it's nice stuff. Yeah, this stuff is beautiful. I can't quit looking at it. I'm wearing one of the pendants <laughs> right now. It's nice. pretty, they, pretty sweet. Yeah, they're pretty pretty good stuff here. Oh, they got Grand Company pendants. I didn't see these before. I mean, yeah, they have things other than the the job stones. Although I do like. I love these rings. I I really like all this stuff. I think these would be you could throw like a, a a 14 party and I mean I think they're affordable enough you could give some of these things away to friends or if you had like meet up at the fan fest and you and mm-hmm. your your buddies all play together or whatever else you guys could get a set of rings. I mean I know that's a little intimate but I mean, you know. <laughs> Did you see the uh, Moogle Ying Yang necklace? Or charm? It's really uh, cute. I'm still looking. I think I yeah. did see it earlier. <laughs> There's some good stuff on here. Oh, you can buy one of every job crystal if you'd like. Oh. Well, and I think I think they occasionally have sales, and they have you know other stuff. Oh my gosh, they've got Animal Crossing new new leaf glow keychain. 
It's a little leaf from Animal Crossing. Cute stuff. <laughs> oh, some Overwatch stuff. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even remember Overwatch. Probably because everyone ran away from you, and I was trying to heal them. <laughs> it's uh, it's changed a little bit. Has it? There's new characters. Back. You have to go back. <laughs> I should probably do that. That'd be something to fun to play some night. Maybe some night when we're maybe when we're doing like the maintenance before a, an expansion. Or there something. you go. There you go. All right. So that's a loot cave. Loot so that's cave. Loot cave. All right, we do have one other thing, uh, Memphian Madness. Score for the cause. It has its own website now. It's memphiamadness.org. M-E-N-P-H-I-N-A-M-A-D-N-E-S-S.org. We'll, we'll link it, guys, because I'm too slurry to uh, spell it well. <laughs> but uh, it, now has a, it now has a website, and you can check out the teams you should especially check out the team sponsored by us gather together that's the alamigo royal griffins and there is a fundraiser page you can donate or choose your team you can do, i think you can do flat donations you can do donations per goal i think and then you can also put a cap on that so uh you can say i want to do $100, $25, or whatever. And I think somewhere there was a per goal one. Where was that? I don't know. It's a really good fundraiser. I'm super looking forward to uh, the opening ceremonies coming on Saturday. It's it's going to be a good thing. I, they, yeah, the fundraiser is benefiting to write love on her arms. So it's a nonprofit organization dedicated to presenting hope and finding help for people struggling with depression, addiction, self-injury, and suicide. So the the money's going to a good cause. Should be interesting. I'm trying to I'm trying to imagine in my head how this is going to work. How they're going to do it? They've got they're playing blitzball somehow. So it's going to be neat. So, yeah, the opening ceremony is this Saturday, and then well, a week from today is the first round. Limsa versus Ulda, Gridania versus Alamigo. Hopefully Alamigo will. Oh, man, Gridania, though. But <laughs> It's a shame. We're, I think we're running out of days to move characters around. I just did my, mm-hmm. my second move. I moved somebody off of... Um, the the crystal data center over to Genova, so I have I have now have one on um, Aether, one on Primal, and one on um, Crystal, and um, I just don't have it high enough to get to get into this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And it'd be it'd be sweet to be able to just move my main over there just to get to the opening, and then just be like, okay, I'm going back. Free move, <laughs> yeah, free move. Yeah. Um yeah, I I did I did I do did have a uh character I moved over there and like I said earlier I got it all ready to go but I still had to do a lot of uh unlocking and stuff and I, jump potions aren't cheap and mm-hmm. I pro- if I'd started earlier I probably could have done it myself but uh you know I still have stuff I want to do on my main but I I also did take advantage of the free move though I moved a character I don't think I had anyone on Aether and I wanted a Yelta Sumasu on all three of the North American data centers. So I, I moved, I think, a character off Goblin or something. To, so I don't remember where. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know where my characters are. But I wanted to make sure I have a Yelta Sumasu. Just so, like, I can be able to, like, you know, well, not see weddings. But Yeah. Um... <laughs> Unfortunately, no. But, yeah, I'd, I need to get into, like, at least 50 on each of those characters so I can get to mm-hmm. most places and then kind of work my way up to 70 or whatever. I mean, I guess it's, it could be easily done with a job and story skip, but then I have to buy it for two separate characters just so I have it's, one on every data center yeah. for the one event a year that somebody has something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and if I'm going to, a lot of time, when I get invited to other servers, a lot of times it's like, we're recording an episode in our free company house. Well, then they just invite me to their free company temporarily and I go over there and, and that's fine. You know, usually I haven't done too much stuff on other servers that required me to be outside of the uh, residential areas. 
So this is the first time I've actually had to, like, hurry up and get to the Ruby Sea. But mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting. So, yeah. Uh, a... I have a I have a clarification, Yelta, from uh, our yeah. previous episode. We were talking about, for the schedule, the Amemnos Gardens Stadium. I did get a message from uh, Dylan, the coordinator. Oh. Amemnos Gardens is in the Ruby Sea. So that one, it's mm, that one is okay. actually out there as well. It's the one bubble dome in the center. So if you were confused by our messages last time in the last episode, all this junk is is Ruby C. Okay, so not it's, ju- it's not junk. All this wonderful, all this blitz play, <laughs> blitz, blitz ball play. All the locations we need to be at are in the Ruby. C. All right, you need to go to the Ruby That's C. Cool, go to the Ruby C. All right, so each game is an hour long. The time zones are all in Eastern. So all these events start at 8 Eastern. So looks like, and then there's two games each session. So from 8 to 10 Eastern. All right, I guess that's it, Ruby. It's a quiet, short week. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could delve into some of the, you know, horrible you know drama in the world today but i think we're just gonna rest uh yeah why not (laughs) um we've got i mean this is today is may 7th tomorrow's actually my birthday happy birthday (gasps) happy birthday to you um but we are we're in may and so it's not going to be long next week might be kind of a dud as well but when we start rounding the corner for those late teens uh, early 20s of this month, we are really going to start to see the fireworks fly. I think somewhere around the 24th is the uh, lifting of the embargo for the um, the media tour. The I media think it, tour, yeah. yeah, they'll be doing that around the 22nd. And then that live lighter is going to drop somewhere in that mix as well, which means we probably also are getting the benchmark around that time. So hold on to your hats come around May 20th because that next week, the next seven-day period, could be pretty lively. Stay tuned. All right, then it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, www.gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. You can email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. Uh, personal plugs, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale. R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.